Hello internet, welcome to the Decode Hub podcast. I'm sorry for being not coming last week, but this time I'm back and I've got some spicy elections of the rake with the 2022 Vidhan elections on our agenda today. Indians in Punjab, UP, Manipur, Uttarakhand, Goa will go to polls next year. In this podcast, we will be looking at UP, Punjab and Goa elections. Now, these are early elections last next year. There will be multiple more elections down the drain where uh, December, I think November somewhere, Gujarat going to polls and uh, so on and so on. So, we will be majorly talking about UP, Punjab and Goa as I mentioned earlier with main focus on being UP. We will be touching on Punjab and Goa elections as well. Uttar Pradesh. As of today, Chief Minister of UP is still very popular there. As the trend suggests, from 2014 to 2019, the mandate has supported BJP all along, but this election will be a referendum on his COVID 19 handling and support policies. Remember, India has always been a very welfaristic state where the government has certain support policies, welfare policies for people around. Now, the job of a welfare state is always to protect its people in a state of crisis. Now, COVID-19 was a crisis we were un- uh, completely uncalled for. All healthcare systems collapsed. A big wound, if any, was formed, was formed in Uttar Pradesh, where there were multiple reports coming in which suggested that the hospitals themselves are in such bad conditions that they might go in with COVID and come out with something really bad, some really bad disease, you know, you never know. So, hygiene is not maintained, uh, 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 doctors are complacent by omission, all these factors are in account for. Now. There are multiple issues in Uttar Pradesh themselves. One of there there's there are social issues majorly. The economic ones really don't matter much. So let's look into them. One of the major factors in Uttar Pradesh is caste. Now caste is a, a big factor not only in Uttar Pradesh but in India. All elections, almost all elections in India, run on caste. Um, and that's why certain people suggest that part of our voter population is somewhat stupid and you know i mean disagree. i mean just not agree with that but you know you have to at least acknowledge the fact that approximately 40 to 50 percent now this is a very conservative number amount of people who vote vote on the basis of caste but, but this is my guy this is brahmin i'm going to vote for him or this is my guy he's shatri i'm going to vote for him or this is Dalit, i'm going to vote for him something like that and this is kind of an introduction to Indian politics when it comes to it's somewhat like race, race in America. You must have seen Hispanics, Blacks and Asians mostly vote for the Democrats. Something similar going on over here as well. Here, even the right wing oppo- appeases the castes. There, the right wing tends not to appease because if they do, the major people who they want to attract are not so happy with them. The major base of the BJP is upper caste Hindus, classic Vinaya Brahmin, and the minorities that BSP, SP, INC don't cover. Consolidation of the Hindu vote is very important for BJP, with building of Ram Mandir underway under the current administration and variously aggressive 
policies for a pro-Hindu agenda will help them for the same. Raghavendra committee tries to categorize OBCs and subdivide them and offer their benefits. However, this idea is extremely controversial as this can hurt them electorally in 2022. Now, the funny part about the Raghavendra committee is that it has categorized OBCs into three categories. The ones which are the ones which are receiving the highest amount of beneficiaries will be the categories which vote for BJP. Now, it's funny because it's true that there are extremely marginal hierarchical structures in OBCs as well. Now, Yadavs think are greater than certain other OBCs who go and vote for the BJP. Now, to benefit their voter base or cadre, BJP has brought in these ideas. Now, these have been pulled down by the courts, but we'll have to see what happens early. Uh, hey. On the other side, the SP vote looks strong with Muslim support. Now what we need to focus on is AIMIM and in disturbing the Muslim vote in like UP like OAC did in Bihar. Now SP, yeah the vote looks strong with Muslim support. Yeah, this is completely true. SP has always been a Yadav party, a Muslim party and a SCST OBC party. And this looks pretty strong over there. With with Akhilesh Yadav always obviously leading the way. The funny thing is that they made a Samajwadi perfume. Now, <laughs> that is extremely funny, but true. It's it's good marketing, to be honest. I think it's 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 very cheap, too. So even the lowest of the lowest classes can buy it. Income classes can buy it. So even poor people who, who can buy this, you know, Samajwadi means ex socialist. And... These are socialist perfumes. BSP has their vote pretty much stolen by the BJP and SP. And even the pollsters predict that they might get maximum 20 to 36. So that's their range of maximum votes. Just imagine how much the average would be, the mean would be. Now, if we consider the panchayat elections as a litmus test, then the next doesn't look good for the incumbents, which are the BJPs, because uh, the SP did pretty, 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 pretty well in the panchayat elections. So it is a little scary for Yogi Adityanath and his people, and they need to really retrospect now because the elections coming up, they, they are publishing ads here and there. I see new newspapers, Yogi Adityanath is always here, but we don't know how he is now. Your, my personal opinion, I would like to suggest, I, I dislike Yogi Adityanath. I think he is somewhat of a religious extremist and uh, an incompetent leader in my opinion. Now you may have a different opinion. You can share that in the comment section. Now, the yardstick to consider this panchayat elections as only the yardstick would be foolish at best and dangerous at worst. And we need to consider all the factors. You know, elections are won on multiple factors, not just one idea. That's why I disagree with the idea of voting on caste basis because it's just one factor. You know, you, you may offer them roads, you may offer them ration, you may offer them more ration, something like that. Not just caste, you know. It, 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 it develops affiliation to the person who votes for the person who comes from their caste. But remember, we have reservations in the electoral system for that as well. So 
I really don't think that is only the issue. I think people are smarter than that. And the people who say that they are not, I think are very condescending in nature. Now let's talk about issues. One major issue troubling the incumbents is the caste survey. As we mentioned earlier, the division of OVCs and categorizing the ones who are beneficial for the BJP on a higher level. OBC community demands it as it may benefit them with a prospectus of more reservation. You know, you never know. The population of OBC might, might have gone even higher. So they might be in a majority right now. You never know. So they might get a higher commission reservation. And the Mandan Commission had based on a survey done in 31. So it's been years and years and years and I don't know and tell you how many years it has been, you know, more than 80 years for that matter. And a, a, a survey needs to be done so that they might get a more reservation. Other issues include healthcare, inflation, petrol prices, gas. Now, healthcare is a bigger issue in UP as well, moreover, in the entire country where healthcare has collapsed during the COVID-19 pandemic. I had watched this report by Samdish Bhatia uh, on Scoop of Unscripted where he went around UP and, and, and showed us how, what condition those houses, sorry, those hospitals were in and it was really scary to see. It is a little scary to keep this in mind that uh, it's Yogi Adityanath who is driving the force. You know, he will obviously have his IS officers who will be there to assist him. But, you know, I don't trust the IS officers that much as I trust politicians because the politicians have some kind of accountability the IS don't. Now, there are certain religious problems, as you see. Yogi Adityanath himself is a devout Hindu, and I respect that. But you got to remember that you cannot speak who hate amongst your own people. And I think that is what Yogi does on a repeated basis, which I think is a big issue and will be handled by the people themselves. We'll have to see how it will be handled. Now, what do the polls say? As of today, the opinion polls tells us near majority of the BJP with SP coming up as a largest opposition party. Now, considering the fact that the BJP has a, more than 300 seats right now there, uh, a near majority seems like a bust, you know, which is bad. Considering their handling of COVID, vaccination, and all these factors, it's fair too. Getting a majority is pretty okay. Now, the BJP is in alliance with Apna Dal, which is a, a, a party which gets seats, I think, five to six seats in UP2. So, it will not be a problem for them because they might come up with a near majority, maybe 121, 122, something like that. So they might have a leg to stand upon. So it's not a big issue. Conclusions. For now, Yogi Adityanath looks ready for a second term with a thin majority or a run by a minority government. Now this could be a possibility as I mentioned earlier. Let's talk about Punjab now. Harry activity said that Punjab missed the cost for 1991 LPG reforms. It can be seen in its backward economy with welfare checks bouncing here and there with heavy protectionist tendencies. 
this includes a primitive agrarian economy which is highly inefficient and progressively producing lesser revenues now remember to to improve this idea which which people thought that it would become a positive impact they had brought in those three farm laws now these three farm laws have proven to be even more controversial leading to a heavy problem in a in a predominant protectionist economy of cap now one these these laws were like a bomb you know you 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 don't destroy a system in a in a in a chatka way or a haphazard way you you slowly take in they did not and they are facing the consequences so the bjp is out of the race already as it seems now let's talk about the elephant in the room here which is the farm laws the farm issues farmers problem is a big issue here farm laws had a big impact on the yard section of the farmers you may agree or disagree with the new farm laws they definitely are not a thing to be accepted in punjab with a high amount of people opposing the same this will be a big issue as the government formed will be required to pressurize center for repealation of the laws now remember if you consider bjp is out of the race and well, somebody like congress up will be coming up they will have to pressurize the center now both are good at pressurizing the center except for congress because congress remember is handled by a party uh, a family and it's 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 a it's a big private limited enterprise congress so we need to keep that in mind and then understand this issue if if proves to be a very highly rated issue then we will see a total wipeout of the bjp and akali dal which looks like the idea is and a big majority for the bjp uh, a big majority sorry a big majority for the congress coming in now remember an amrinder singh has also started his own party over there and he 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 he, he recently resigned and uh, a cm charanjit channi charanjit singh channi took over the command as the first dalit punjab cm this is an interesting phenomenon as it's a, it's a highly contested state now considering that we've talked about dalit cm coming in we'll talk about caste now caste also plays a role in punjab politics but it is not as prominent as uttar pradesh like we talked earlier although it is an exceptional idea as everywhere in india caste is a problem appeasement is inevitable now remember that is the reason that is the reason for congress's choice to appoint a dalit cm and and i see no problem over there you know congress can do whatever they want to but remember bjp has to really look into this now akali dal is to get those jastik votes now they might not even get those jastik votes because they want to reveal those farm laws now remember jastik clique is opposing the farm laws because it was in the benefit of jastiks to do remember it's an inefficient system because they don't have the ideas of the natural laws they don't have the ideas of biochemistry they don't have the ideas of how biotechnology works is manual labor all over this double burning or this there are so many issues in the agrarian sector in itself of the economy now remember as i mentioned earlier generally economy does not seem to be a divisive factor i think here it should be a divisive factor it may not be it may be i don't care it should be is what my idea here is now next is drugs now due to proximity to afghanistan now remember earlier this year afghanistan had been taken over by the taliban uh, in a coup you can suggest that it was a coup 
and they will be looking for a black economy going around afghanistan now because they will not be gaining those funds from imf or the world bank or whatever so they will be looking for a black economy and drugs is their best choice because they also grow opium over there and metals and what not then they have found it over there so afghanistan and pakistan there is a lot of smuggling of various kinds of drugs ie opium now that is what opium opium like we call it in hindi punjabi whatever there is a big problem with drugs amongst youngsters in punjab now youngsters always have been having this problem because it's easier for them to get hooked to drugs and in punjab this is a big issue because of uh, various social uh, contentions with each other some on ground level report on easily finding an opium abuser on streets in amritsar that is also true electricity inadequate slash suspicious spending on electricity often cost people in punjab their efficiency reduces and leads to low productivity now this is even an issue in ncr by the way and um uh, be it ncr i think mumbai there is not but ncr delhi ncr haryana punjab all these regions this problem exists electricity as a whole yeah cost illusion most probably due to the turmoil there will be a coalition government forming mostly aap and congress or bjp aa aap or akali similar something similar may happen now remember anything can happen in politics you know it's it's least indian politics i would say is very less ideological more based on power you know even even the congress can shake hands with the sena here ncp can shake hands with the sena and all these things so it's even though you can say bal thakre and power had close relations this is very unusual to be honest now let's talk about goa now we'll just be touching on goa Goa is a rich state, coastal and prosperous. Due to extreme political volatility and oscillations right now, the BJP looks for a win. Even the Christians are now somewhat voting for the BJP. Now, remember, uh, it's 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 a complicated state, so we just want to touch on the idea or prediction of who's going to win. I predict the BJP to win over there. Let's see what happens. Conclusion. So I will be keeping an eye on all these elections, even the ones I did not mention in this podcast next year. hope you do too and thank you for listening to the decoder podcast